George's sextant, log book, daily sailing orders, main steering gear. How do you like my chair, Marshal? Ideal for long trips. Did you say your chair? Yes. You'll get one when you're a captain. In the meantime, this is my ship and I am the captain. Would you like to steer her? All of my previous passengers like to do that. They like to pretend to be a captain like you. But it's not so easy. Try it. take your ship from you. The company took it from you. And you know why? Because you can't deal with people. You don't know how to handle a crew or passengers. Maybe so, Marshal. But I know how to handle ships. Engine roll! Hello, folks. Welcome to the Sid Beef Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Gary Hill. With me tonight is Iris. Hello, hello, people. How you doing? <laughs> Fine, babe. How are you? Pretty good. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. Fighting the, fighting the good fight or whatnot, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, at work, I got pulled in to do a lot of uh, COVID work. So we are busy, busy programming. I got my special workload today to say that I'm eligible for the vaccine, so it's, it's, uh, we'll see how that works out. Do it. Get it. I already got my both, and uh, yeah, I feel safer. Okay, good. I'm glad. Yeah, and, no uh, third titty or anything. I'm still doing good. That's good. And, um, COVID-free, but, you know, crazy as hell. Suzanne's here. How you doing? Greetings. Dealing with the cold... The snow and the upcoming, God help me, they said it, the polar vortex. Ooh, scary stuff, you know. Yes. We've a, we've a spoiled girl. I ain't seen a day below zero yet, so I'm I'm, uh, I'm not whining at all, you know. Now, that's coming Sunday. <laughs> I'm so excited. Maybe they'll expire drugs stay in the house. Is all I'll say about that one, because they're, they're going to be out <laughs> in abundance today. I made the mistake going to the grocery store after 9 o'clock this morning, and that, that was a mistake. It's just uh... uh Pat and I went to the store Saturday early, early afternoon. We left here at like one, that twelve thirty, one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Got home at three thirty. The grocery store was fucking packed. I was in line for forty five minutes. Was yelling at people because they kept blocking the aisles. Ah. It's snow in Chicago, people. Come on, really. Well, I can't say shit because I didn't go to the store the day before, but come on, really? You've been here, been here before, done done this thing before. It's uh it's fine. <laughs> but uh, with us tonight is a very very special guest. Uh seems like he's been around been in my life for a long time now, and that there ain't nothing wrong with that, man. From uh the great state of North Carolina and the Land of the Creeps podcast. 
Mr. Rigor Mortis, how you doing, sir? Good, good, Gary, and and ladies there. Good to see you guys. Well, I guess I'm not seeing you, but hearing you. <laughs> and it, it's kind of cool here, but it's not cold. I'm I'm chilling at the beach, man. It's all good. I don't want to hear a word out of your mouth for the rest of the night. <laughs> you come on now. It ain't that bad. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You can have that snow. I can tell you that. I do not like snow. Cool, man. Yeah, in case folks don't know about you, man, I, I know about you. But uh, tell the folks all about your show. Oh, cool. Thank you, Gary. Uh, yeah, Land of the Creeps. We're at landofthecreeps.blogspot.com. Uh, do episode every two weeks. Uh, usually drops every second Tuesday of the month. And uh, we just talk different themes, different subjects, and chill about horror movies. Wow partners right now is big bill van vagel and dave dr shop becker from dvd infatuation and horror movie podcast and uh also got haddonfield hatchet sean davis pops on from time to time when he's able and man we've been recording we're on episode 241 now loving it and uh we just did our well we're fixing to record our actual top 10 of the year 2020 so i'm looking forward to that yeah got some good stuff down the pipe other than that, man, I just love horror movies and wrestling and, and my wife, so I think I'm doing good. <laughs> Go for all three, right? <laughs> that, was, that was nice. You threw your wife in there. That was pretty hey, awesome. Well, you got to. You know, she's she's my better half. All right, then mad respect for that, dude. Nice. Yay, I got mad respect. <laughs> He's still waiting for that endorsement from Jim Beam Honey, man. He's just waiting oh. for it. Man, what the hell, dude? Where is it at, man? I mean, I'm dude. even trying to promote cracking, too. I don't know, man. I just want free liquor. I don't know. Give give it to him, man. He's waiting for it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> dude, come on. Come on, help brother out. He dedicates each show to Jim Beam Honey. He takes a shot for every show, you know, and uh, I got it, it to him. Here, I got it right here, buddy. There you go. Uh, oh, you're about gosh. to get your Naya. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, Naya's no. A, She's... Uh, Naya's a massive black dog that uh, she's too big for her body, basically, you know. <laughs> I swear she grew last night because now she, when she stands up, she's her back is about two inches above my knee. Ah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we'll start this show the same way we always start these shows. I'll ask our guest, Mr. Gregor Mortis. What you been watching lately, sir? Uh, let's see. I just watched Impedigore. Um, on, what do we watch it on? Prime? I think it's on Amazon Prime. I've watched, uh, God, <laughs> the two movies we're watching tonight. <laughs> God, I don't remember. Damn, dude, you put me on. Uh, let's see. I watched a lot of wrestling last night. <laughs> I've just been cramming 2020, dude. It's just, man, I'm so tired of 2020 horror movies right now. I'm just, <laughs> oh, I'm ready to get to some different ones. I got to go back to the 70s and 80s, man, wash my brain out. But, but no, I haven't. There's pretty much anything 2020 right now for the show. Nice. Virus. I really haven't been watching too much like movie movies, more TV stuff, because we got um, um the Discovery Plus, and I've been watching a lot of the Dead Files, which I just love that show. I mean, it's ridiculous, but I love it. And then um, I started watching the Richard Ramirez uh, Night Stalker. Oh, God, that is so Netflix. good. It really? is. It really is really good. I don't understand why people say it's gory. I mean, it's true crime. Hello. Um, uh, I mean, it's not like they're going to show you like, oh, look, this person had a good time here. No, it's true crime. Um, and then can't remember the name of it, but it, I think it was American Family. I think the name is. 
and it's about uh, the asshole who killed his wife and the two little girls and dumped his baby girls inside the oil. That was the North Carolina. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. The baby oh, that girls was, were that still was... alive. Oh my God. That oh, was so horrific. Yes. It's Brutal. awful. It, it's kind of like our, like North Carolina's version of uh, Washington State's that dude that uh, took his two kids into the house, had killed his wife already, and um, the lady that was supposed to uh, supervise their visit, he locked her out of the house, and then he killed both boys and then set the house on fire. Ugh. Ugh. People just you know. get a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Murder is exactly not necessary. Right. Just, just, just divorce the lady. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, oh, and then I started watching this thing called A Crime to Remember, which oh, is I really watch all cool. of that. Oh my god, those are cool. Yes, yes, those are good. So yeah. Oh, and then I'm watching Whitechapel right now. I started the season again because I just love it. No, big. Uh, I'm a big Jack the Ripper fan. So there you go. That's pretty much it. Yeah, my sister's all over that Discovery Plus app and. There's a, there's a lot on there right here. I didn't, I didn't look at it yet, though. Oh, my Jeez. God. There's so much. So Dude, much. My wife and I are addicted to that stuff, to the channel, man. It's the greatest thing since peanut butter and jelly, I think. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. All right. Suzanne, what you been watching? Oh, God. Well, I've got two episodes left of Hill Street Blues, which I have thoroughly enjoyed. And Saturday, Pat and I decided to pick are one of our favorite Robin Williams movies after the hell of the grocery store, which is what the seventh or eighth ring now. So we ended up watching my pick was world's greatest dad because the black humor is just, it, it's Bobcat. It's just brilliant. And Pat picked the Fisher King, which equally brilliant. I had never seen it before. I oh, no man. idea. I love it, but it's that, that, that level of depression. I don't need sometimes in my life. You know, because yeah, it's a rough watch for for that reason. Oh, it is. You know? Oh, there are parts of that movie that you will just start bawling your eyes out. And let's see what else. I, I have simple these. Death to Spoochie is my go-to for Robin Williams, almost oh, eight love, times out of ten. You know, I've always loved Death to Smoochie. And let's see what else. Uh, impatiently waiting for new Forged in Fires. I've uh, decided that after watching the whole run of Mad About You, that show, the last couple of seasons, completely unnecessary. They're terrible people and living this high-profile New York lifestyle. Last two seasons, bad fucking show. The revival they did, once again, completely unnecessary. And let's see what else. That's pretty much it. I've just been, I've got the attention span of a gnat. Mm. So it's been mostly TV and anything I can watch in the short form. And Iris, I loved A Crime to Remember. I found that on uh, Hulu and watched every episode in like four days. I know it's really good, isn't it? I know. I, I like the lesser known crimes. They did a lot of the high profile ones, but that judge and his wife oh that there was one of my favorites and it was i i it actually made me cry i know that was so sad and i think that's where we're at right now that i think that's the latest one that we watched uh the bombing one was really really interesting oh it was and i had no idea that united had lost a plane that way back in the 1950s 
So it, oh, it is kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, they brought up a lot of things that I had no idea. And the same thing with the Night Stalker. You know, one of my one of my closest friends, she is a huge serial killer. We we talk about that stuff for days. And we each have our favorites to talk about. And going back to the oh. Night Stalker, Ramirez was probably mine because I was a teenager when that was going on. So I was, you know, fully aware of all of the oh. news reports. And that one was just the one that was like closest in my memory girl i was living in that area when he was doing this stuff i mean people were scared <laughs> we were scared i mean it was awful because you know it was so hot but you could you didn't want to sleep with your windows open because you were scared that somebody's going to come yeah. by and do something to you oh yeah i i can't even imagine mm. see i'm that guy who sleeps with the window open myself you know it's like yes eligible ladies or or other uh, on that asshole sleeps with the fan on, so get, get ready for it, okay? You know, mm-hmm. I get warm, baby. I get warm real warm. Serial killers be damned. The window's gonna be open, okay? <laughs> See, I, I have solved that. I have this this pad on my bed that uh, blows cool air right. into my, you know, like you lay on the pad. And it blows cool air or it blows hot air, whichever it is you want. It's awesome, let me tell you. Hmm. Oh, wow. I got wow. ceiling fan rolling all the time. I got to have that. So, <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, the wife, she likes her heat. So, you know, she, she likes to turn on the hot. And I'm like, oh, my God, no, it's too hot. <laughs> so I turn on my cool and we're good. Now, does it do both sides different? Uh, yeah, well, it's because each side has its own. Uh-huh. So it's just like a single pad. So I have my own and she has her own. And as long as like we don't drift into each other's pads, we're yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a winning endorser right there. As long as I drift into each other's pads, it'd be uh, all good, see? Uh, that, that is kind of disgusting, but yeah, okay. <laughs> if, 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 if you think about it, you know. Yeah. Ew. It's, it's, it's like that, that time I had to watch that. Well, I didn't have to watch it, but I watched it anyway that. That latest Black Christmas Redux, I had to look up what a Diva Cup was. I was like, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, no, don't. Yeah, there's something wrong with that. No, I did. And that's the problem. Come on now. It's a thing. And I'm not going to explain what it is, but it is. You know, go- Google that shit, okay, y'all? You know? No, I don't want to. Do it. It's, wow. like the, it's like the blue waffle all over again, girl. Come on. Ah. <laughs> My Google's broke. I can't. <laughs> Did they ban you from the Googles there, Greg? What's wrong, man? Yeah, I got I got banned from Googles. My wife said, uh-uh, no more Googles for you. <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing. She's <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Where are we going? Where are we oh, going? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. I watch a lot of randomness, uh, like like TV, like, like, like oh. you guys, because... Um, the movies are there, but it's when I get to them, you basically, but, uh, every Friday now, mm-hmm. as long as it's going to be a thing, I've been watching WandaVision on Disney plus, and it's been a trip the whole time. I have not. I, I, oh, I'm sorry. I said, oh. I've not seen it yet. Sorry. That's okay. So I won't do spoilers here, but by the time you get to the fourth episode and uh, all the nerd communities going crazy with the theories, they just debunk them all and say, you guess you guys were all wrong, weren't you? <laughs> and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to what comes tomorrow because this is Thursday, second so new episode tomorrow, and I'm uh, I'm excited to uh, 
watch it at work all on my lonesome. And, um, yeah, the hours suck at my job, but the, the fun part about it is that, you know, as I'm babysitting adults to come to work, I can watch whatever I want to on my phone. It, it's, it's, it's quite fun for that reason. Um, what, what else? Riverdale's back on, so you know I'm all in on that one. He, he listened to the show, uh, you, you know my obsession over that television show. And one, one Betty Cooper and her magical ponytail. Um, <laughs> God damn. I'll say about that one, you know. And see, I quit watching after the second season. I didn't even realize they kept going with it. I, once Luke Perry passed, I was like, damn. Yeah, that's a nice, a nice tribute, too. Nice. Uh, what else? Um, wrestling, you know, but my, my obsession for, for Alexa Bliss just keeps going on and on and on. And, you know, it's a fun feud between her and Randy Orton. And it's a fun feud, too, because uh, Rick Flair and, and Charlotte Flair have having fun with Lacey Evans. And they, this is all stuff that some of you guys may know about, but some of you guys might know that know about. But these are things that I enjoy. So I watch these things, you know. There you Nothing go. wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> see, Greg's from Flair Country. He knows all about that shit. See, you know. Oh boy, man, styling and profiling, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, movie wise, though, um, I don't know. Not, not a whole lot that, that I watched. I, I rewatched a few things, but nothing really to to shake a stick at there. Um, get get, get into new stuff. We'll we'll we'll, we'll do that uh, next show, I guess. You know. Um, but yeah, t- tonight we're, we're here, we're talking about two films involving, uh, one of the great character actors of all time, Mr. George Kennedy, in which he's on a boat, and that's the theme of the show, George Kennedy on a boat, very simple, but two very complicated films, and we'll get into all that. We're going to do Death Ship from 1980, and we're going to do Uninvited from 1988, and, um, we'll get into Death Ship, uh, right after this. Blood. Blood to survive. Blood. 
children, not of your children, not of your children, 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 blood, blood, marshal, must not have blood, this ship needs blood, blood, marshal. Death Ship, 1980. Uh, your cast in this film uh, include one George Kennedy, like I mentioned before. Uh, Richard Crenna, a very bearded, bearded Richard, Richard Crenna in this movie. Uh, I think a favorite of Suzanne's, Nick, Nick Mancuso's in this movie. Nightwing! Uh, hilarious scene I'm, we're going to talk about, I'm sure. I can't stop laughing still. But um, here, plot synopsis to this is a mysterious ghostly freighter rams, rams and sinks a modern-day cruise ship whose survivors climb aboard the freighter and discover that it's, it is a World War II Nazi torture vessel. So it's like the it's like the Poseidon adventure, but with Nazi ghosts, people. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I'll uh, kick it to our guest first, Mr. Gregor Mortis, and ask him what he thought of Ghost, ghost Ship. It uh, Well, I mean, George Kennedy, so we got that going for us. <laughs> and uh, Richard Corinna, who was awesome. No, I mean, it was fun, man. It was enjoyable. It's... it's uh. It was interesting. I was wanting to see where it was going, and you're you're completely correct, sir, in saying Poseidon, because <laughs> that's exactly the way I felt about it, but a much cheaper version and uh, cheesier version at that. But uh, no, I had fun with it. I mean, it's just silly craziness going forward. But I loved how the ship had its own its own uh, agenda, its own presence, without going too spoilerish. But uh, no, I had a blast with it. I thought the acting was good enough. I liked how George Kennedy's character was able to, because, uh, you know, he was all captain. That, that's what his life was about. And then what happens to him toward the end of the movie, I just was like, yeah, I just totally seen that coming from a mile away. But uh, I had fun with it, man. Cool. Uh, Iris. Iris, on mute. Suzanne. I actually really like this one. It's Is it is it Oscar worthy? No. Is it fun? I have to admit, my favorite part, I love the shots around the ship. It kind of gave me that whole labyrinth kind of feel, the way the, sh- and the ship kind of taking on a life of its own. I, I've, I really like it. I remember this one from when I was a kid. There used to be a hacked-up version that used to play Saturday afternoons that me and my mom would watch. And that was always, it was always fun. And I, I, I have to admit... There's one thing I did find a little funny when George is delivering the eulogy. He kind of goes into a little bit of John Wayne. That's at least what I thought, but it's still memorable and it, it definitely worth a watch. It was, it's, it's fun and you can't go wrong with, you know, Richard Crenna. And I just, I really liked the ending. It was, it was a, you know, minute for minute, pound for pound, not a waste of time. Pretty enjoyable. Iris, you with us, girl? Uh, yeah, you know, you got to hit the right button. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Woo! Long work day. Uh, so, yeah. So, my thing is more of 
I I mean, it, it was a fun movie. And, it, you know, it had some interesting things that happening, you know. But my problem was this is, you know, a 1980s movie. And I expect several things, you know. I expected more gore. I expected uh, more deaths. And, uh, again, more gore. But I really didn't get that out of this movie. I think the only saving grace really was Mancuso and Kennedy, this whole thing. The kids were annoying. Um, uh, you know, what kid isn't annoying <laughs> in a horror <laughs> <bar> movie? <laughs> it, unless you're Damien or something. But even he was annoying, too. Um, so, yeah. Um, it, I mean, it, I, I was entertained, but I didn't get what I expected from this movie. I, I was really hoping for a lot more blood and stuff you know i mean it's 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 called death ship so let's have some some deaths please uh at the end though the captain sure did get his comeuppance uh i did enjoy that um but but yeah you know i mean it's george kennedy and he's good whether he's on land air or sea so all of them because he's you know he's done disaster movie on all three so yeah that's pretty much it. I mean, enjoyable, but not what I expected. I, I got to go into spoiler territory in, the, in this movie because this movie is is you know broken or made uh, on George Candy's performance, and I think that there's a point in the movie where they they they're crashed, they get him on the the Nazi ship, and he's like sleepy this whole time. I was like, is he gonna wake up sometime soon? <laughs> but when he does wake up, he's possessed by Nazi ghosts, and yeah. that's when the shit turns on for me. Because yeah. he's just devouring the scenery in this movie. Just chewing it up, you know, spitting it out. The part where he's doing the eulogy and he's got the freaking Nazi book like he's reading the prayer or something. I can't stop laughing at that. Um, but he did it in his best John Wayne. He did it best John Wayne, yeah. He did. he did. And you know what? This movie had a lot of missed opportunities, especially with George Kennedy. Mm-hmm. You know? I, and I, I think Nick Mancuso was kind of wasted as well. He was just kind of there as, you he, know, he was kind of like the, yeah, he was kind of like the uh, I don't want to say pussy hero, but he was kind of just there. there to move the plot along. Exactly. But he really wasn't you know? even a part of the plot. He was just there. Well, he was filler because, you know, somebody had to be an opposite to George Kennedy. And I think they wanted to have, you know, a name. To be an opposite of, to George Kennedy and not necessarily a um, a character to be yeah. the opposite. Yeah, and I had to agree with you, Iris, in the fact that 1980, I was expecting some gore in this one as well because of the name, but also because it was 1980. You know, the slasher craze was starting, so I was waiting. Even though it's ain't a slasher movie, but it was all about gore in the 80s, so I was waiting for that. And it, it, You're right, there's zero. Exactly. I mean, the, the shower scene... Cool, but there's no okay. It's a blood shower. <laughs> right, I mean, it was a blood shower. The creepiest scene in the entire movie is completely bloodless, and it's when they find that start going through those drawers and they're finding the tea. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. Was- or um another part that I think was completely wasted was uh when they're going through the freezer. Uh something could have happened in there, you know, like unexpectedly one of the, the frozen soldiers or airmen or sailors open up their eyes, you know, or something. I just it's needed something. something. Anything. Because it was, it was just, it was basically dead air. Yeah. And again, a wasted scene. Why do you have to go in there? 
Because you wanted, um, uh, like, life preservers? I mean, it's a fucking ship, right? You have life preservers everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the scene, this, this made me laugh my ass off. And I know when he throws the, throws the, the, the bloody lady's body over, over, the, over the ship, <laughs> he, he, lo- he just looks like Kong on top of a boat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love it. It's, it's so stupid, but I love it, you know? Did you it's see like, blaring the the camera guy and the maybe the director up there on top when when he's doing his scene up on the very top? Did you totally catch that? Oh my god, no! I have to go back and look now. You guys have got to go back and watch it. Like when when George uh, George I was going to say George Scott when George Kennedy is doing his epic up top look. There's a scene where they do a side view of him. And you're like, okay, there's a camera here because they're doing a side view. Well, then they go down below and you're looking up at them. And that's where I think Richard Crennan was talking to him. If you look to the left of the ship, you'll see the cameraman standing behind a pole with the camera. <laughs> and then you'll see the director or whoever moving his head back. And my wife, I told her, I said, look, and you see it in two scenes. It wasn't just one. It, every time they showed it, you can see him just plain as day hanging there with the camera. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to go back. It is. See, so- it's, it, that's not like a boom mic, man. Where you see, oh wow, it's got a boom mic in the scene. That's that's got personality, you know. You see the whole bodies in the scene. This whole body. It's like, what the f, dude? Oh my god, that's perfect. Okay, so that made this movie just a little bit better. Charles <laughs> <laughs> like moment. It's like, yeah, we got him. It, it, to be fair, the blood in the shower, it, it was a real small amount of blood. It, it wasn't that deep. She, she didn't drown in it all of a sudden. Yeah. See, another missed thing, because, I mean, that would have been so awesome if she would have just drowned in that blood. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That would have been good. Or she would have got a staph infection from it. There you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the 80s. It could have been HIV, you know? Who knows? Oh, yeah. My wife was saying that. The girl that was running at the beginning of the movie, she's running across the ship barefoot. My wife was the whole time thinking, oh, my God, you're going to cut your foot or something. Like, what are you doing? Put shoes on. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but they, they cut away so fast. From I mean, I know that they had to get to the Nazi ship. Yeah. But, I mean, just a little bit of screaming and yelling and bodies everywhere. Could have mm. used a little bit of that when the ship started sinking. Uh, but, sorry, but, it's good. Budgetary reasons, I guess. I don't know, man. <laughs> you, 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 gotta, you gotta pay those plucky kids that were fucking terrible. So, but um. Oh my god. Yeah, well, you, they were useless. Yeah. They were. And, and here's another thing. Oh, I'm sorry, Gary. Go ahead. No, no, you could tell which ones like weren't gonna die. My, my one of my biggest problems with the film. You could tell that you know uh, Richard Crenna's wife and, his, and the children were not gonna die. Yeah. It was almost like a medieval horror kind of situation. Well, you know, you never can't tell if you ever seen it for the first time. But if you know how those movies work, you, you know these. The, you know the the hero, his wife and his young children are not going to die. It's not that kind of film. Exactly. And and here's something that I was gonna um I forgot to bring up when I was talking. So you have a ship and you have this huge hole in the ship. No, when you're on the ship, you have watertight doors. Uh, what happened? Why didn't you keep uh, watertight integrity? Uh, hello? You could have shut some of those doors and the ship probably made it, maybe wouldn't have sunk, but um, yeah. Anyway. Well, that would have made too much sense. 
<laughs> you know, technicality, you know, whatever. You yeah, just, this, uh, this, this, this is Navy girl Irish talking. See, right? she's giving, yeah, she's giving me some knowledge. Girl here. <laughs> <laughs> she's giving y'all some knowledge on some boat culture, y'all. Come on now. <laughs> I think like uh, th- this film is made in 80. Yeah, I, I can tell you this about a lot of films are made in like 80, 81. But they were really made in the 70s. You get that carryover to where the suspense was a lot more important in the 70s than the, the blood and guts. And I think this film was suffers from that, 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 that layover from the late 70s to the 80s. Because there, there's a lot of stuff to like about the film. I mean, the, 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 they do the ambiance of the ship very well, you know, with, with the pistons moving and the, the different parts moving around. And the way that shot is very good, in my opinion. But like you said, there's no, there's no blood in this film. A lot of characters you can't care about, but I I like I like possessed George Kennedy for no reason at all. I I just thought it like they don't explain how it happens. All of a sudden, like you know, was 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 he had some kind of connection to the war? He did not say that. All of a sudden, he hears Nazi voices and he awakens as this <laughs> this this unnamed beast that has a ghost in him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? And, and to bring up the 1970s, Airport 76 had more gore than this movie did. Oh, true. So, okay, because like when when that um, the captain gets like his face all jacked up uh, when the glass breaks in 1976. Um, so yeah, I mean there was more gore in that movie than this. So that's why I think I was a little disappointed. Even the movie Earthquake he was in had a little one of a guy cut his head open, like you know. <laughs> right, right, yeah, you know the glass falling and, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've I've not watched any disaster movies in a while. I need to do that soon. Oh, uh, yeah. I I have them all because that was my mother's thing, though. So you're welcome, I guess. Those disaster <laughs> films. Yeah. Oh, my mother is probably going to watch The Towering Inferno eight hundred times after she moves yeah. in. That's because Steve McQueen's so handsome. That's why, you know. Hey, that's a badass, badass movie. And I will probably watch them with her because I love Steve McQueen in that movie. I love everybody in the Towering Inferno. OJ did good in that movie. OJ carrying the cat out of the fire. Come on now, you know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, that's that's this movie. I'm going to ask Greg, anything else I'd say about the film? And um, was his rating 1 to 10? Uh. No, I think we covered, or I covered it as best as I could. No, I enjoyed it. I mean, there again, before we said, it does have its faults, but I think, you know, it has its own little charm as well. So, I mean, if I was to rate it, I'd probably give it like a six, six, five, and say it's enjoyable. It's not perfect by any means. But, you know, I was fair. entertained enough. I was, I was like, okay, all right, it's better than average. George, George was good. I mean, he's good in everything, like you said. And adding Richard Crennan in there was awesome. I like him, even though he was fully bearded. Uh, God, all I can always think about is Rambo. I don't know, man. It's just I see him as Rambo. Rambo. <laughs> He's in a great one. I intend to cover one day with these these lovely ladies. Uh, wait until dark. Where he plays a he plays a heavy who's a blind Catherine Hepburn comes to follow some some drugs by accident and they want their drugs back. <clears throat> it's him. Uh, is it Alan Arkin? I forget the third guy, but they're they're uh, the bad guys. And it's a good film. Yes. And wasn't the, uh, in this one, I'm, I'm trying to remember, was this the director of, um, without warning or was it the next one? Oh, that's the next one. That's Greg and Clark. Okay. That's the, yeah. Okay. Never mind. 
That's cool. Scratch that. Oh my gosh, Iris. Oh look, I hit the right button. Hey. Um. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna go also with a six. Um. It was. I mean, it wasn't bored with it. Entertaining. It, it held my interest, but not what I expected. Okay. Uh, Suzanne. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm kind of a little above average. So I'm at a six and a half. It's. I, I don't. I don't really think it's quite that it's showing its age, but I agree with Iris on the fact that there were so many wasted opportunities, and they just there was so much there to work with, and they just it just was not done well. Thirst. I I liked the way it was shot. I liked the way that they had filmed the ship because it 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 did give you that kind of dizzying feel, just them going from corridor to corridor. Um. Once again, wish there was more gore. Um, I wish, I don't know, maybe a little more back. Nah, actually, backstory wouldn't have helped anything anyway. But, you know, still in, enjoyable. Not a waste of time. Cool. Yeah, one thing I forgot to mention was uh, um, Exploitation Legend. Jack Hill has a story credit on this movie. And I think that the little exploitation stuff you get you with George Kennedy being possessed and it being as out there as it is. I think we have to be, I didn't read the original story or know any research on this, but I'd imagine that little exploitation angle that I love so much, he had to majorly contribute to that because um, it, it felt, it felt kind of funky in seventies in, in that way yeah. with that little, that little angle that, that made me smile when it happened. Like, yeah, when he, when he opens his eyes, he just freaking goes crazy. I was like, this, this is why I watch this movie, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Frank Hill had a lot to do with a lot of the titty that was flashed, too. Well, there's that, yeah. Uh, he showed us some good ones in the past, let me tell you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to bed thinking about Pam Greer now, see? That's uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. all, all by myself in my room, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man, that's a six for me, too, though. It's better than the middle of the road. I, I, I kept my interest. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause once once you got you got jacked up in, in a certain point and... I think the atmosphere of the of the the ship did stuff for me that kept me in the movie too. But yeah, it's better than average for me. It's it's, it's a six. <clears throat> but uh, up next, we'll talk about a much more uh, wackier film, uh, a sleazy film. That, uh, ain't no wrong with that. I, I loved it. We're gonna do uh, Uninvited from 1988. Right for this. They say cats have nine lives. You have only one. A poisonous cat. Now, how is that possible? You're going to be richer than your wildest dreams. Nothing's going to keep me from getting to the Caymans. Now start the engine and get us headed for the Caymans. Things are going to bite us. And we're all going to die a horrible Uninvited, starring George Kennedy and Alex Cord. You'll never look at a cat in the same way again. 
uninvited from 87. I'm sorry. And um, this is written, directed, and produced, because why not, by Graydon Clark, who I was mentioned before. He gave us um, Without Warning and Ooh. Joysticks and Black oh. Shampoo, all the different kinds of movies that are not, have nothing to do with each other. But you know what? He, he makes some good stuff for me. Um, this stars, of course, George Kennedy, as we mentioned. Uh, Airwolf's own Alex Korn is in this movie. Uh, the legendary and impeccably dressed this movie. I love it so much. Clue Gulliger is in this movie. Oh, man. Those are, those are your big three of this movie. And and one funky feline who... Uh, I have a theory about this film. I think he just wanted a nice belly, belly rub, and they wouldn't give that to him, so that's why he got all bad stuff and went nuclear. But uh, this is a... I've seen the look before. We'll talk about that. A cat infected with a genetically engineered virus escapes from a lab. The mutant feline goes on a killing spree and finds its way on board a yacht owned by a shady businessman who's invited a group of young people to hang out. Oh, man. This this was fun to me. I, I'm going to kick it to Iris first. So what would you think about it, girl? Um. Okay, so now this movie lived up exactly to what I expected. I mean, you have the, the weird-ass puppet, the... Oh, clear God, animal. Yes. <laughs> God, yes, that puppet. Right, and and the the goofy college kids and the eighties clothes, the ripped up shirts. I mean, it was all there for you. So this movie did have everything I expected it to have, and I um I had forgotten about this movie. I think I watched it um like as a kid, and uh, was like, oh, that was fun. Uh, but you know, didn't think much of it. But again, you know, me and creature features that that's, that's, I think, you know, like my main thing. So yeah, I totally enjoyed this movie. Now, um, a lot of the characters there too. I mean, like Alex Cord, you know, he was, he, he always plays such a great asshole. I swear. And, and then of course, you know, the, the typical uh, college students, you know, Eric Larson and Bo Dremen, Robert, uh, you know, Rob Estes. Oh. We've seen him in so many of these movies, and there were always in these roles of the, you know, the smart-ass college kids. So, uh, yeah, this really, really entertained me. I really enjoyed this one. The plot, a little goofy, but then, you know, how are you supposed to get a radioactive cat that has a werewolf thing come out of its mouth? You know? (laughs) On a yacht with a bad guy who's going to the Cayman Islands to get his money out of there it for, was perfect for an, undis- <laughs> for an undisclosed reason right. like he literally really say what what criminal stuff he's up to it's just that the fcc is after him for some reason yeah so i mean it has to ha- it has to do with something you know something with stocks so he, either he had like insider info which i think is why they killed that kid because he was the insider or, or not the kid but the guy with the family is like oh my god don't kill me i have a wife and kids uh yeah so, and of course, you know, and it begins just typically too. you know, two girls down and out go into a hotel. Guy says, oh, no, 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 you guys got to leave. And then, of course, out of nowhere, uh, they're with me. You know, how many movies have not started like <laughs> back in the 80s, like late 80s, early 90s? I mean, you know, so, yeah, this was fun. I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of elements that I did expect did show up and... I mean, even the ending was so 80s. I'm sorry. It was so 80s. Because, you know, oh. it's kind of like, a, you know, not not wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it ended like that, too. So, 
Yeah. It's like, oh, that, kid, it. that kid's going to take that cat home. He's going to kill his entire family. <laughs> Happy ending. You know, come on now, you know. Yeah, so the, the entire uh, island of the Caymans ends up being poisoned because of the cat. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Susan. Okay, it did live up to being an 80s movie, but, oh, my God, this movie, I have so, so bad. I ended up, I was getting so annoyed with every character in the movie. I was pausing about every 10 minutes to get up and walk around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, my God, that the, the wardrobe money they spent on bikinis because they were changing in and out of bikinis, what, three, four times a day? Oh, yeah. Wow. Andy Sidaris right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, completely. I preferred his earlier effort, which is without warning, is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love that movie. This one, it did have the gore. And the gore, well, I mean, you had blood, so that was good. But let's talk about the creature for just a minute. <laughs> yeah, wow. Please, please. <laughs> okay, the first time you see it, it kind of looks like a mop with a melted gremlin coming out of its mouth. And then when they start doing close-ups on it, I'm getting like a better than average reject from ghoulies. So that was probably the most entertaining part of the movie for me. It was like trying to figure out what they were doing with the monster. It's, 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 it, it, it is what it is. Is it, it's, it's still a bad movie. It's very bad, but I have seen worse. And I was talking to one of my friends earlier about it. He goes, he lives in LA and goes to the new Bev. And I guess Clue Gulliger used to go there all the time. And he claims this is the worst piece of shit he was ever in. And I, and I'm like, you know, I saw that he was in it. I didn't recognize him until he actually spoke because he did a really good job of hiding his appearance. Hmm. So he yeah, really he did, right? Yeah, I know. I, you didn't, just until he spoke. He had fake teeth. He had that hat. He everything to do to disguise his appearance. So yeah, this one, a bit of a hot mess here. So I'm just going to leave it right there. Oh, and George Kennedy was not in the movie long enough. Paycheck. He was there. It was was paycheck. For him to get top billing and not be in this very much, it was all paycheck. What do you have, like, ten lines in the whole movie? And, he, and you know, he's there behind Yeah, broads, don't trust him. I think I was getting he's, a little Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, bitches, right? Come on, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. Bitches, yo, right? Yeah. This is crazy. I'm just leaving it there. I, I'm sure that's set the first coups he brought in that boat. That's all I'm saying about that one. He said, uh... Oh, I no, that, that, that was a pussy bag in boat. I, I, I'm not referring to women that way, but he was looking for some strange to bring to the island with him, and then all of a sudden they brought their their sausage army with them. He's like, "Oh, what the fuck is this, man?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> he was gonna hit both of that shit, man, but uh, they had to mess it up for him. Well, that that and the cat, the or, nuclear cat. Yeah, nuclear cat fucked. Well, pretty much kept him from getting laid. Mm. Well, that'll that'll stop a lot of things, you know, like walking. Because, you know, <laughs> George Kennedy's podcast. Nice one, nice one. One of the best scenes of the movie is George Kennedy getting, getting his Achilles taken up with that thing. It's yeah. it's amazing. Pet Cemetery esque here. Sure. Oh, man. Gregor Morrison, what about you, sir? 
<laughs> this this one gets the what the fuck <laughs> moment. Like this is like the Roger Corman of cheapness. Like I'm watching this. Like am I watching this alive? Am I watching Ghoulies? Like what the fuck is this cat? Like this coming out of a stuffed animal with plastic teeth? And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Uh. This is one, so you said it right, because I think this is one like Rob Estes and people would be like, yeah, kind of like Kevin Bacon will not mention he was in Friday 13th, and some of these actors that were in, like George Clooney's not going to say that he was in Return to Horror High or whatever. You know, these, these are those movies like Rob's going to say, but I wasn't ever an uninvited. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but this is what this movie is. It's so stupid, man. But, but hey, hey, if it had not been, as my wife said, that annoying same meow throughout this whole movie like oh my god it's a meow, 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 <laughs> and i'm like my god change the cat sound dude give me something besides that same annoying meow and i'll be all right but god dude it got on my nerves so freaking bad um i don't know gary i don't know what what i don't even know where to go with this i, I agree george kennedy was totally not in this enough uh at all alex cord was great for being a a prick um clue was clue but i mm. uh <laughs> this was roger roger corbin without nudity that's exactly what this movie was and it, it, it mm. i don't know we'll talk about it later <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where to go with it gary i don't man i mean it's fine go. Yeah. Right. i mean there should have been some titty shots i mean there, there had to have been something give us right. something and that that God, I don't want to. That ending, like, what the, what the f, dude? Okay, briefcase, yay! All right, we're good. Hey, yeah, Jumanji. Hello. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Are you giving us this for an ending after this whole movie? You're gonna tell me that's all it needed? <laughs> and seriously, did did not the Jumanji ending feel like an afterthought? Yes. Like you put your whole effort in making a movie and you give us that as an ending. Like I'm like, what the hell? Okay. Yay. <laughs> well, when you look at the time period, you know, horror movies were pretty much almost dead on exactly one hour, 30 minutes long. Yes. Apparently yes. they ran a few minutes short. It's like, okay, come on, hurry up. We got to come up with a scene. Yeah. And did you notice that the cat changed? Mm -hmm. It wasn't an orange cat. It wasn't a big fat orange tabby anymore. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a great tabby after that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was an afterthought, and and you know like well let's keep throwing the cat into the water and it comes back. Oh, you know, cock blocked by the cat. Irish, you're right. You did get gory. Did have blood, even though some of the scenes were pretty bad. But but you know the Achilles was okay. I'm thinking Pet Cemetery Gage right now. I'm like okay, he's got a hold of Jed. Great. It looked a lot more gruesome than when they actually did the full body look. You know, when they're first showing the cat, you're like, oh my God, he's really gnawing into it. And then when they showed George Kennedy with the leg, I'm like, man, that looked like a little ketchup on there. I don't know what happened to the big gore scene <laughs> now, but okay. <laughs> Maybe that's some stock footage from another movie. I don't know. Oh, man. You know, it looked like a ham bone, right? Like, it, like there was a ham bone right there. I thought that was a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I agree. George Kennedy needed to totally be in this more than being just a little bit of muscle like he was. And, uh, oh, Gary. But it did have gore. We did get gore. Yay, gore. Yay, gore. <laughs> now, I'm going to defend this film, and I'll tell you why, okay? 
Oh, Gary, all right, defend it. Because this is one of these films where you tell somebody the plot of it, and it makes them want to watch it, okay? So it's kind of like <laughs> spreading it like a cancer. Mm-hmm. Like I, the cat I did. It, like the cat did, yeah. But I, I love that the rules are not explained at all. You know, what they did to this cat to make it have a mutant grow inside of him that can come out of his mouth and attack people. There's nothing explained. Like, oh, this cat is uh, nuclear, and uh, escaped the lab, and uh, let's corner it, and this is going to end good for us, right? And I mentioned this earlier, the look the cat gave them, it, it, it's a look that you see from many cats. It's just wants you to rub his belly. That's all it wants you to do. Yeah. But no, they, hey, they that's wanted, all they had to do. <laughs> they, wanted, they, wanted, they wanted to hurt that cat. And every time the cat wanted, was going to get hurt, you know, whether it's it's a a, a broken bottle knife from, from Clue Gulliger, or, you know, he, he spilled wine on him first, of course, so that made him angry. Um <clears throat> Or just anything. You know, they, 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 it's always something. Like it's very territorial of the women on the boat. So anytime you sort of do something bad to them, of course he's going to go after them. But I, I love a good stupid puppet, and this is, has one of the best dumb puppets I've ever seen in my life. Just this thing like popping out of the mouth, just saying "ha," <laughs> and you know, just attacks people. It's it's really stupid. And yeah. uh, I, I, the end scene that you guys mentioned of them having the money in the boat. Now it's all of a sudden here comes the cat. I wish I wish I would. Biggest regret of the film, I wish the cat had a name. I wish the cat had a name because you, you can call the, that movie that. Like Shockba. Shockba had a name. And that mother, tru- <laughs> that mother trucker hated doors, okay? is all I'll say about that one. Um, but yeah, the, this movie, though, I'm going to call him the, the end, the end uh, form of this cat, uh, Cape Fear Cat, because he pops out of the water. And, you know, it's a... <laughs> he was doing all the time. <laughs> All of a sudden, blah, you know, <laughs> it's just so stupid. And you know what? I, I think the stupid actors, the stupid characters of the film, Suzanne, only help raise the body count because they die in some dumb, spectacular ways. Like when the mm-hmm. one guy's chasing them in the in the, um, one of the lower parts of the boat and he shoot the gun and he sees steam coming out of the pipe after he shoots the gun. But he's so stupid, he fires it again. You know what's going to happen next? He gets <laughs> burnt to shit. Yeah, it's, it's, he gets burnt to shit by the steam. And it's spaghetti it's, face, you know? Or, it, or pizza face, actually. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. good. Oh, yeah. it, can't be, it can't be entertained for 90 minutes. Is all I'll say about this. It's not, it's not for everybody. If you go into it knowing it's a bad movie, I think you'd be a lot better off. Uh, by the way, tagline, it has nine lives. Dot dot dot. You only have one. Ah, uh, spectacular. But, um, <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> not my favorite Grady Clark film by far, but um, there's a lot of good ones out there. Like I, I have a lot of love for Joysticks because you know King Vidiot is one of the greatest characters of all time. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's, it, he just is. <laughs> but this is fun. I have a good time with this film. I gotta say, both these films are available on Prime, so you know what? You only have 90 minutes to lose to watch Uninvited, and I believe it's the Severin print of it that's on Prime, so it's nice and clear. You can see all the bad effects that are in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) The sort of nipples that pop out of those bikinis, but not really. Yeah, yeah. Um, You see that one scene, Loud and Proud, where uh, old... old, uh, Oh, what's the guy's name? The, the guy from Airwolf? Oh, there uh, we go. Alex Cord is putting the moves on the girl doing doing the workout. Just grabbing her belly. She's got into it too, which is like, okay, he's is she into it? Uh, is it is it unwanted? I can't tell. 
they did get on. They did get on a boat to plow him. That's all I'll say about that. Because they were the one was totally into it. But um, sexual revolution. If I sound like a pig, sorry, not sorry. You know. But um, <laughs> I think we can take it. Oh yeah. Well, you guys can. I, I always say I, I got these women. You know, with these women. You know, Iris got bigger balls than I got. You know, metaphorically, of course. But you know, it's, it's <laughs> Iris will Iris will fuck you up, son. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'll kick it to Iris first and ask her anything else about the film. What would you give a one to ten? Um, so, th- like, like I said, this th- this kind of movie is my thing. Uh, I mean, there were some things that I was like, well, you know, it was kind of like the wah, wah, but whatever. I'm gonna give this an eight because I really enjoyed this movie. Um, there was some. I just wish that um, Alex. Cord and George Kennedy had flipped their roles. That would have been a little bit more interesting for me to see, you know, George Kennedy as Walter Graham instead of Mike Harvey. Yeah, but um, billionaire playboy really doesn't fit his look, though. It's just, well, it's, no, but mob boss or, you know, just all around bad guy. Whatever yeah, story yeah, I is. Can, I can see that. So, yeah, you know, um, that would have been a little bit more fun. Plus, we would have gotten a little bit more... Um, more asshole instead of, you know, like slimy, because that that's that's what I think of. You know, Alex Cord was slimy, but uh, you know George Kennedy, I think would have get it gave it more of an asshole me guy. So yeah, but anyway, yeah, it it is entertaining. I really enjoyed it because of the creatures and all. And I mean, who doesn't want to see stupid teen college people die because there's a puppet cat that's killing them? I think that's great. <laughs> Nuclear so, slash infectious slash slash slash. He does exactly. a lot of things. That exactly. That cat. We- that cat wears a lot of hats, y'all. You know, it's it does. He does. Yeah. And you know, I don't know if the movie was trying to be preachy, as in look the horrible things we're doing to lab animals. Uh, but yeah, whatever. It was fun. I'm gonna give it an eight. Nice, Suzanne. It. I. I. It was definitely. I. I can't. I, it's one of those. Back in the 80s, I would rent anything with H. That's how they used to label horror movies at my video store. I am that many years old. But I, I don't know. I just, there's just, I, 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 it's, it's hard to try to rate this. Oh, but I, my, my big plus for this movie is I'm glad the smart people lived and all the dumb people died. <laughs> I'll say that. I'm gonna go. I probably just for fun factor. I'm gonna go like a four point seven five. I can't quite go to a five, but it's better than a four and a half. I'm on mute. Gregor Mortis, what'd you think, sir? (laughs) (laughs) The whole balls. (laughs) The dramatic scene of the. uh, For me, dude, and and this is gonna be sounding weird because I did kind of just go all off on this thing, but man, it's a six. Just because of the cheese factor of this, and it is Roger Corman without blood. It's not Roger Corman, but Roger Corman-esque without boobies and, and stuff like that. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know if, he, if either of y'all have seen Sputnik yet, but I felt like I was seeing a very early version of Sputnik, and <laughs> which was from 2020. Uh, yeah, I'll leave that alone if anybody's not seen it, but... Man, it's like uh, watching Chud or watching, 
you know, any of these cheesy movies, I mean, you get what you get, check your brain at the door. You're not getting anything, uh, Oscar worthy by any means. Uh, but it, it's, it is what it is. If they would have took the cat meowing out of this movie and only used it sparingly would have been a little bit better for me, but I don't know. The ending was shit to me. Uh, but overall I did like the cat coming in and out of the stuffed animal. <laughs> <laughs> I want that stuffed animal, love. Will you buy me one? All right, she's going to buy me one. I want that thing. I want that thing. <laughs> Squeeze, squeezes belly and the head comes, the, the, the body comes flying out of the mouth, you know? Yeah, every night I go to bed, I can squeeze it and make it pop. <laughs> <laughs> that shit kill me. But uh, no, nah, it's a six for me. Oh, man. I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I, I forgot to mention this because it's a nice little nod to another shit movie that I love so much. Sh- Sherry Shattuck, who was like the um, the one that drove the boat, he used to own the boat. Uh, she played the 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 ghost in Despa, the ghost wife in Despa. Yeah. So I, I had to bring that up. Despa's my kind of stupid. So there's that connection. Uh, Austin Stoker, uh, Salt of Precinct 13, and the Planet of the Apes series. He shows up at the end of this as like the the island cop, I guess you would call him. Um, so he's in this for like like three minutes of exposition and whatever. Um, yeah, the film itself, though, it's my kind of stupid. I got to go with the eight like Iris because I, I, for, for anything, if, if call it for anything, it's definitely unique. There's no other film like it. I, I, I can't, I can say that about this film and the fact that it's never been emulated, you know, probably for good mm-hmm. reason, it's never been emulated. And it's to say, you know what? I, I saw this movie. Here's the plot to it. It'll make somebody want to watch it just to watch the shit go down in this movie. Yeah. So for, for that kind of cred and for as much fun as I had with it, I got to give it an eight. I mean, I, I don't think I ever saw a, <clears throat> a Graydon Clark film that I don't like. This is probably not as good as like a, as without warning, Suzanne, the one with, um, <laughs> what that's what we think is. Yeah. The, the space yeah. vaginas. Yes, indeed. You know, no, the little, the, the little, the, the half Venus fly traps. They look, like vaginas. they look like vaginas flying through the air. She's saying, call them what they are, okay, you know? That's our way, thank They got sharp teeth on the end of them just flying through the air, you know? It's just, uh, oh, that's thing. right. They do have the dentata. Never mind. You, yeah, see? You know? You get Landau making faces in that movie, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you, you, got, you got Landau faces and Jack Powell's faces in that movie, so that's, that's a win <laughs> right there. You have the best of everything. <laughs> But uninvited. Uh, both these films on Prime. I mentioned. I think I mentioned that before. But you can watch them for free. Uh, you get ninety minutes out of your life. Wonderful thing. But um, with that, we're gonna leave that here. We're gonna come back and close out the show. Hello. Hello. Who is this? Who are you trying to reach? I don't know. Um, I think you've got the wrong number. I'm going to hang up. Wait, don't hang up. What's that noise? Popcorn? You're making popcorn. Uh-huh. I only eat popcorn when I listen to podcasts. I'm about to listen to a podcast. Oh, really? Which one? Probably the podcast on Haunted Hill. Is that the one with the two guys with the beards? Uh, yeah, Dan and Gav. Dan and Gav, yeah. That podcast was scary. I liked it. Most episodes, they look at two different horror movies. Each episode, they look at a world of a strange, where they look at weird things from around the world. Sometimes, they even do special episodes where they look at different genres or directors' discographies and talk about them. 
Maybe. So where can I find the podcast on Haunted Hill? Well, you can go to legionpodcast.com, Facebook, Twitter, or just go into iTunes and search for the podcast on Haunted Hill. So, are you going to ask me out? Um. This is Bo from legionpodcasts.com. Hey, it's been a crazy time, and when the world gets nuts, we're happy to offer some old-fashioned podcast entertainment. But for some folks, getting a laugh out of a show isn't really helping these days. People who depend on tips in their bartending jobs or have been put on furlough with no pay till the worst of this coronavirus threat has passed. That's a tough spot. That's why we set up a GoFundMe for members of our community, a sort of grand-scale take-a-penny-leave-a-penny. For people like myself, for whom the recent disruptions haven't kicked us out of work, well, we can drop a few of those extra pennies in the GoFundMe jar. For those who are directly affected by recent events and find themselves looking for money to pay the electric bill or keep the water on, well, how about you give me a shout at bo, B-O, at legionpodcasts.com. Let me know the situation and what you need, and we'll do our best to make life a little easier. And you can find links to the GoFundMe on the front page of legionpodcasts.com, on our Facebook group page, or on Twitter at Legion Podcasts, where it's the pinned tweet. For those of you who are able, thanks in advance for chipping in. And members of our community who need a hand, hey, here we are. Remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and we're all going to get through this together. Legion isn't just a name, it's who we are. Thanks for listening to all the shows here on Legion Podcasts, and we'll talk to you soon. Ah, that's the end of the show. I'd like to thank our very special guest, Mr. Gregor Mortis. Oh, man, it's been a good time having you on, sir. Man, I've had a blast, dude. Uh, Enjoyed it for reals. Uh, Great time, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Sue, Iris, nice to meet you. And Gary, of course, what you gonna do, brother? (laughs) <laughs> well, just podcast voice in the work. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. That, that was a little boring. <laughs> He's up there, man. You've been like, around for man. how how long, Greg? Tell him how long you've been around doing this stuff, man. God, too long. Oh God. Uh two thousand nine. So however long it is, I can't count because I'm from North Carolina. North Carolina. <laughs> That's North Carolina, all you northerners. Uh I don't know, man. It's what, nine, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty years? I don't know. Way longer than I can remember. I'm old. <laughs> yeah, I still got I got my rocker in the back now, so I'm I'm old. I'm old. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> Ain't never all that. You, you fall super lazy in that thing. See, yeah, you can hit that cat tail. And go, <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they could have placed that meow just a little bit better because you they'd have the camera on the cat. You hear the meow and like the cat didn't meow. Did this inner beast meow? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I, it's a thought. Another <laughs> a low growl, perhaps, you know. And, uh, oh yeah, my Charlie, gosh. my big fat Charlie cat was just like, every time that cat meowed, Charlie is looking at me like, did you bring something in the house? His ears would start, he'd give me like radar ears and like, he'd look at me and he'd look around every time that cat meowed. I think Charlie was, was losing his, his, his big fat Charlie bug mind. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Iris, what you got coming up, girl? Oh, well, um, uh, we just got done with slugs, and I think that went out last Saturday. And this Saturday, um, both Mike and Mark are going to be recording with Lisa Petrucci of uh, Something Weird Videos. And they will be doing Bad Curls Go to Hell. 
Um, and um, basically, that's what we've got going on. Um, yeah, and if you want to find our stuff uh, for Badasses, Boobs, and Body Counts, you can go to exploitationfilm.com, and you can find all of our stuff there. Mike wants to sell the soul of the devil if they get that, that domain name, perhaps, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's nice is you put in exploitation films and we're the first one that pops up. Amazing. That just makes Mrs. Ego go fly sky high, as I'll say about that one, okay? Oh, you know? Hell yeah. Well, you know that old curmudgeon. and he just loves his stuff. I, I love this guy, but I'm, I'm gonna fuck with him, okay? Just because I want oh, to. Of you know? <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> oh my gosh. Suzanne. Still watching uh, the remakes, girl? I do believe hopefully it was the last of the remakes. It has not been a fun two months for me, except we actually covered the original fog after the complete and total abysmal piece of fucking garbage film remake of the fog. Um, yeah, we did not do a show this week and our last show, which was, uh, we watched the Wolfman, which the remake with Anthony Hopkins and Benicio del Toro that should be out next week probably monday and i really don't know what we have coming up we're talking about doing some different things maybe a little tv terror maybe not we'll find out yeah nfw and that is on dark discussions network yeah um i made an appearance uh well it's it's, it's not out yet but it should be out soon he said february i was on the projection booth with with mike white um this film called Pandemonium, uh, which is a horror spoof starring Carol Kane and some other people, uh, Tom Smothers. It's 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 it's, it's stupid kind of fun. I think yeah, Byron says he should probably really enjoy it. Um, did a guest spot on. Oh, what is the show called? It's not really that bad. It's Nudie's third commentary show. Um, he's like, hey, we're doing Xanity. You want to come on? I say, yes, sir. I'll be right there with uh, my roller skates on. We'll do Xanadu together and watch it. And Xanadu, yes. They, they didn't hate it so much, which made me happy because, you know, the soundtrack keeps you in it. And yeah, I, I, I can't agree there that it can keep you in it for sure. Um, dreamy, 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 man. Um, <laughs> yeah, this show... Bring for Springwood and some other projects I'm not going to mention. Uh, that those are those are coming when they're going to come. But I am uh, I'm editing a lot in these, these next couple of days to get all these shows out. So you might hear this show within that block of shows in in five shows in five days. We'll we'll see we'll see how it all goes. I can make no promises. I, I've learned to not make any promises because fatigue sits in sets in and you fall asleep and you forget to do things like like edit the show. So, but um. That I should be on them on. I think that's the way this show is going to happen. Just, just to do two uh, fill-ins. And if, if if one of you guys can make it or two of you guys can make it, all you guys can make it. You know, that's that's, that's fine with me. You know, whoever, whoever can show up, I will uh, talk privately and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. And I'm trying to be better about scheduling so you guys can have more content. And it's um, my head's in the right place right now. So I hope you hope that. Hope that means something to you, that my head's in the right place. <laughs> I, I had a, a listener reach out this week, and if you're listening now, you know, much appreciated, sir. He didn't leave your, your I, I forget it. He left his first name on the email, but he emailed me looking for the other 50 episodes that were lost. And unfortunately, I don't have those anymore. Oh, and right. I reached out to him at the old server to say, 
Do you guys still have these somewhere? And unfortunately, their server crashed, and this is why those episodes are lost. And so I can't no. have them. Yeah, I, you'll, you'll never hear them again unless somebody says, hey, I got these archives somewhere. So if you listen to my friend, thanks for giving a shit for free emailing me and asking me about it. It meant a lot to me in that day. And um, <clears throat> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll try to fill your, your, your soul with some, some good stuff and maybe uh, some more Killer Cat movies because, you know, sometimes puppets make me happy. And, uh, that happened to me too, Gary. Don't feel bad, dude. Oh man! It's, when it's, I left it's, the Creepsure feature, when I closed it down to go to Land of the Creeps, like everything I had from Creepsure feature, like fifty some episodes, just gone. Boom! And and stupid me didn't back them up. So you know that that was my my bad. But well, I had a, I had it backed up, and the fire happened. And that that was a yeah, that was a thing. motherfucker. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We're doing we're doing good now. But um. All the, all that depression, all the scheduling, all the boring stuff is over with now. And uh, I thank you once again, Greg, for coming on. And um, sure. say, yeah, say hey nice to Nice meeting you, Greg. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Nice talking to you, Greg. Yeah, we got to do it again. I love it. S- say hey to Pearl for that me. Was a blast. I, know she, I know she's right there hanging out with you, probably. You know, She's over here eating some candy. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, hmm? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, we got our Valentine episode coming up as well, so check it out. It'd just be Pearl and I, and uh, yeah, so that ought to be fun. We're giving a great little goodie package away, so you got to call one eight zero four five six nine five six eight two before February eleventh. Well, I don't know if it's about before February eleventh. If it is, great. If not, you know, too bad you didn't win. But uh, <laughs> somebody's going to get a little Friday thirteenth little package deal or Friday thirteenth esque, I should say, uh, goodie pack. So yeah, Valentine's, bam. Bam. <laughs> but this has been your Cine V podcast, where if you've got beef, we've got the jitters, apparently. Uh, <laughs> bye-bye now. <laughs> <laughs>